In a world of magic, mythical heroes, savage beasts, and servants of the dark powers, one couple will regale us of the tales of their journeys through the mortal realms. Coming this season to a path of glory near you, this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon, and Roma will be along later. Uh, welcome to a special broadcast of our uh, podcast. And tonight we're broadcasting live from the 2023 contender match uh, that will determine who wins, uh, who gets to play for the belt in the first round of the Northern Wastes GT. So we've got one of the contestants here, Mr. Jesse Day. Hi there, I'm Jesse. Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for hosting the, the contender match. Um, I'm feeling confident. Uh, confidently confident. Okay. Uh, uh, I have a plan, and we'll see if it works. So what mission are we playing? We're playing Geomantic Pulse. Ooh, like the pulse. Uh, we've placed placed our obje- or we've placed our armies. Uh, we're just ready to figure out who's going first. Okay, so we, we're in between the deployment and the first dice roll. Excellent. Uh, you got some food in your belly. Got uh, oh, a yeah. drink in your hand. Yep. And you're ready to chuck some dice and uh, decide who's going to be the uh, fight the first match at the tournament. Yeah, we'll see who uh, gets to take down the dwarves. Okay. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I won't even ask you for your uh, your thoughts based on deployment. Don't want to give up any secrets. So, okay. Good luck, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Okay, we've got our second contender up. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for hosting and putting together a mountain worthy of the Herdstone. <laughs> There's food everywhere. You, Every room in your house currently has either food or screaming children in it. The way of the forest is at hand. This truly is the age of chaos. Alrighty, David. So how are you feeling? Uh, models are down. We've determined the objective. I don't have any models down. <laughs> oh, that's right, you cheeky monkey. Yeah, there isn't a single model deployed on the table. With the Geomantic Pulse, to be totally honest with you, the objectives aren't even active till round two, so there isn't really a lot of incentive for me to have a board presence. Also, taking a peek at Jesse's army, he doesn't have a lot of speed in there. There's a couple of units that can get weirdly fast, but not his whole army, uh, which means that if he wants to scatter and contest the table, he's not listening right now, so I'm willing to talk freely. Okay. Um, <laughs> If he wants to scatter across the table, that'll leave him exposed to my beats of chaos. And if he stays clenched up in his deployment zone, then I get the board control. Yeah, it's a tough proposition, and you're right. Uh, I think if there's one that uh, suits a null deploy tactic, because you're right, there's no point in being on the board until turn two. So What I am tempted to do, though, is to give him second, take the first myself, and then let, force him into the double turn for round one through two. That way I get to choose where the pulse is. Yep. And then that way I get to double turn twice when the objectives are actually on the table. So it's pretty tempting, but I think I'm probably going to focus on doing some early damage and punish him for even trying to control the board. <laughs> no, no board control for no you. No board control. You sit in your deployment zone and you like it. <laughs> All righty, David. So uh, we will have you guys back. I'll probably do some uh, obnoxious board interviews in the middle of the game. I'm getting molested right now by a man whose face I can't see. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it's pretending to give me a massage, but it just he's just digging my fingers into my muscles really painfully. <laughs> it, well, I mean, as long as you consented. You consented, right? No, I was on camera. You are on, uh, on mic. You heard me. There was no consent had. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad it stopped before, things, it's over. <laughs> before things got really awkward. 
<laughs> Canceled. Okay. You're off the air, Damon. We're done. <laughs> okay. Thank you, David. We will let you guys get ready to roll some dice. All righty. I'm led to believe we are at the bottom of turn two. Uh, we've got another guest, Justin. What Hello. are you thinking? Uh, I'm yet to decide who's going to get angry and flip the table first. Jesse, probably. We'll see. Are there any models off the table yet? I don't believe so. Oh, Croxagores are off the table. Uh, did he get any of the cow charges? Uh, I think he failed both. Are, what? Really? I think so. Oh, damn. I'd reach out did and he? ask, but... Uh, J Josh, how's the charges going? Oh, with the re-roll. Okay. Did he make both? Did both cows get in? Okay. Okay. Second unit of cows are on the table. Just for in case folks don't know, we've got a Sephiron, Seraphon? Seraphon. Seraphon versus. Keep getting the Final Fantasy thing mixed up in there. Sephiroth? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We got one Croc score off the table and a lot more ugliness coming down. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to add for content here. I can't really see Mr. LeBeau's in the way, but it's a nice view. Uh, so, uh, Justin, are you ready for the tournament? Nope, not at all. <laughs> I have to build models, I have to paint models, and it's not looking good. <laughs> hey, how are you feeling about the uh, overall event? Uh, the event itself, I think, is going to be really fun with the golden treatment and just the little side, what would be the word, side quests for the tournament itself. Yep. That should be good. How about you? Are you ready? Uh, well, I had to triage my... I, I, yeah, I will not be painted. Uh, Roma will be painted. Oh, good. We will have display boards. We will both have display boards. I will have entries for the Golden Treeman. Uh, but at the end of the day, my list won't be painted because there's just only so many hours in the day. Well, that's just it. I've been sitting at home doing nothing, and I should be painting, but I'm definitely not. Got to get on that 5 a.m. paint bus, my oh, friend. Is that what you do, 5 a.m.? Yeah. Do you, do you go paint at Starbucks? No. Oh, you don't paint at Starbucks? No, I just come down here, make a coffee in the morning, and uh, paint for hour, hour and a half. Yeah, I definitely should. It's just hard. I don't know why. I just procrastinate. I'll probably pull a Daryl and leave it to like, the night before and then hammer it out. Three color, right? Uh, Daryl is uh, also here this evening. You may uh, hear him chirping from the background. He is rather famous. Daryl, come on over, man. Grab a mic. Yeah, well, infamous perhaps for uh, <laughs> the 12-hour pre-game uh, tournament paint job. How many of those have you done in your life, Daryl? Like how many last-minute paint jobs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's probably easily over a dozen at this point. Like, they, seriously. That you just grind them out the night before? Well, a week before. Night before is usually like, all the finishing touches, so it's like last washes, bases... Um, anything like display board wise, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, when I go to the tournaments, you can find the one model that's the prettiest, and then just look through the army for the degrading paint schemes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things very quickly get to like three color bare minimum, and that's that's the last unit. You know what it is. What? Oh. I don't know, man. Those uh, crustacean mediocre. zombie dragons are uh, pretty impressive. I love those things so much. Mm -hmm. They're so good. Yeah, they are. They're they're pretty phenomenal. Uh, so what are you looking to forward to most about the tournament? 
Um, honestly, this Playboard competition, I think. Uh, I'm just super pumped with what I got going. Oh, like, yeah, you've got your secret project on the go. Oh, yeah. Or maybe not so secret. Well, I mean, I've shared a couple of photos in the chat, right? But, like, there's the, the clicking button on the lighthouse. Like, I'm just so pumped with that. Yeah, was, I saw that. I'm like, is that, is he, like, pushing a button on that or yeah. something? There's a button underneath the little skull plate, and you can click the skull plate, oh. and it will turn on the lighthouse, and... Okay, that's bananas. They'll just all have to ignore the giant extension cord coming out of the back of it, you know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I will have a display board, uh, and thanks to the wonders of 3D printing, it, it won't just be a flat, sandy, or rocky thing, but yeah, it's not going to be terribly inspired, so. Honestly, I think, like, there's going to be so many people with 3D printed display boards, and I think it's going to be fantastic. Like, I'm, I see all the terrain everybody puts out with the 3D printers, and just to see more of that on display boards... With armies, I think it's going to be fantastic. So, um, does the army have to be on? Because it's there's, because it's a display board. It's not an army. Well, I think it's broken up into two different versions, and someone surely will correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I believe for the best painted army, you take the army off the display board. And as for the display board one itself, I'm not sure if you're going to have the army on it or not. But yeah, because I. Um, because my army is not going to, as we've discussed, not going to be painted. So it will detract. From Come on, you can get it done. <laughs> Dude. Nobody needs to sleep, Damon. <laughs> I, don't, I barely sleep now. Yeah. So, I mean, you're well prepared for it then. <laughs> I just dial it up yeah. another notch. Come on, last two days. Just break out the oil paints. Get everything done super fast. Oh, I've never messed with oils. Really? I don't uh, mess with that shit. It makes, you can get stuff done really fast. With oil paints, um, like I'm doing 80s zombies right now, and I'm literally just getting down the base colors, and then I'm going to mix a bunch of different oil colors and just smear them all over the thing. Oh yeah, okay. And then take it off, and it, they're gonna look fantastic by the end of it. Like I did with my old zombie dent, and they look great. Okay, well, so, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll probably be the prettiest thing. Everything else, is, <laughs> everything else is getting worse from this point on. <laughs> You've hit your peak. With these ones, yeah, but like they're they're the biggest part of the army, right? So if I just put them in front of everything, you know. Are they the ones that you had over here over here the other night? Uh, yeah, the the taller sailor zombies. Yep. Yeah. That were brittle. Actually, they're a lot more durable than I thought. Like, oh, I've really? Dozens of those things. Now. Okay, because yeah, they, um, you were quite concerned about that when we were yeah. playing. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I'm far more terrified of the crab and the shrimp now. Yeah. <laughs> like, those things go out and not get knocked off the table. Like, find somebody else to 3D print another one because they're going to shatter into smithereens. Like, just blow right up. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad. Let's, uh, thanks, Daryl. I'm going to just reach over to Scott. Sure. Scott, you want to uh, grab a mic and jump on? Thanks, Daryl. Yeah, yeah, you're cut off. Just go. <laughs> That was Conan trying to swagger jack my podcast. So, Scott, uh, first time, uh, well, you've listened to a few, but first time guest. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about uh, your interest in Age of Sigmar. Well, my first time ever seeing anything for Age of Sigmar was actually when it was Warhammer Fantasy. And my best friend, I was at his house. And I saw his older brother assembling um, some old school lizard man skinks. And I was nine years old and I thought, what is that? And I, ever since then, I've been totally smitten with the hobby. Were they like the like third edition? Was that with the I, Bretonians? I wouldn't, know, and that? I wouldn't know. 
but uh, it was, uh, I don't know, it just struck a resonance with me. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been head over heels. It's been with me since I was nine years old. I'm 38 now, so it's been a lot of fun. Man, it's like chicken pox or the shingles or something. It's just <laughs> that thing that doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've only recently delved into playing Age of Sigmar. I was primarily playing 40K, but we're not on speaking terms with 10th edition right now. So I'm diving in. And David was kind enough to print out an army for me for nice. um, Beasts of Chaos. And it's almost all painted up. It's Holy gonna on, crap. It's going to be at the Grand Tournament. 2,000 points of cows. Purple cows. Nice. My faction's army's name is the Beastie Boys. And I got a real... Real nice uh, Beastie Boys T-shirt from the Sabotage. Oh, nice! And uh, if I could have an intro song when I walk into the GT, it would be Sabotage. You know what? Get one of those uh, buttons. I'm, an, I'm gonna get my uh, my my little pocket speaker and have it pounded on. Roma's got those buttons from Amazon where you just hit it, yeah, and my... it will play the music. Cool. Because she's got like dragons and stuff that play. Yeah. So yeah. every time she's going to eat you with a dragon, she just hammers the button and it happens. Oh, cool. I have to talk to her about that. Yeah. So yeah, you just I'm going to be in my costume too. I got a cow onesie I'm going to be wearing too. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> a little warm. I hear the onesies are a little warm. I'm going to modify it so it looks like a, I'll be wearing shorts. You're going to put a fan shorts. in the udder? <laughs> yeah. But maybe I'll put a six pack in the udder. It's got more than enough room for that. So like a kangaroo pouch. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so, what are, you, what are you thinking of the evening so far? You well, get out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to thank you and Roma for having me over here. Are you, are you heading out, Ray? Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. Pound it. Pound it. <laughs> yeah. Boop. Boop. <laughs> High five. Yeah. Thanks for coming over, Ray. Take a donut for the road, man. <laughs> Seriously, grab a plate and uh, take a donut. Plate, Ray. Eat some food, Ray. <laughs> Wasting away. Um. So what do you? Th- uh, sorry, what do you? Th- yeah, thinking of the evening. Pardon me. What are you thinking of the evening so far? That's fantastic. Met a lot of new people. I know a lot of the people here, and it's been nice to come over and have this wonderful barbecue. It's been a while since I've been to a barbecue since COVID. Yeah. Right. No, this is uh, the this is sort of the second big Sigmar Age of Sigmar barbecue game event, and uh, they oh, seem to be cool. lots of fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a smorgasbord of delicious food. Too. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah. P- please eat more. Be uh, interesting to see who uh, who takes the match here. Where um, let's because Josh is watching with uh, pretty close attention. Can I get uh, Josh on the other mic? Because thank you. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So, Josh, you're paying closer attention than most. What's going on over there, man? Uh, okay, where are we at? Uh, the uh, roll for priority. They tied with a two, uh, which meant Jesse kept priority. Are we in t- turn two now? We are into turn two, top okay. two. Jesse is taking top. Okay. Which makes sense because he's got Bulgors over on. The far side. Yeah. Uh, but David has activated the pulse on that side. Okay. So Jesse's just in his hero phase now. And we'll see what kind of damage he can do to those Bulgors. How did the uh, charge land? Uh, the charge was a little devastating. Yeah. Yeah, he did He did a ton of mortal wounds on the charge. The Raptodons uh, wiped out. Oh, I think he did. 
I think he got one or two of them on the charge, or one he killed one on the charge and then did mortal wounds to another. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the combat phase, he just he wiped out the rest of that unit. Yeah, that's what they do. So, but he's still here. Still lots left on the board though. Still lots to play for. Okay. Not over yet. Excellent. I'll have to go take some pictures. Our producer was asking me for uh, some shots, so got to get yeah, on absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, so we had talked about the significance of deployment on this. Are you? Do you feel that the deployment was as significant as you thought it might be? Yes and no. That's. Uh, David chose to go second, which he didn't. He didn't pounce on him right away. He let yep. Jesse move up to the middle of the table, which I think hindered a little bit of his shooting. Um, yep. But he did set himself up for a potential double. It didn't end up paying off that yep. way, but uh, it's kind of made it more of an interesting game now. I think. Good. Rather than just bulls just steamrolling on turn one. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. We will uh, as. You are the eyes on the game. I'll get you back here in a, a round or two. Sounds good. Thank right you on. very much. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're at the end of the game, and what an amazing game. And um, so I'd like to hear a little bit about it. David, would you like to start, or Jesse? All right. Yeah, so um, the screamings died down. There are significantly less models on the table. Uh, I think at the end of the day, we had, on the very final turn, a Croxagor, two shamans half to death, eight Ungor raiders, and a handful of cows. Um, sorry, not a Croxagor. I apologize, a Carnosaur. Uh, it was a bloody, vicious game, and that Carnosaur was the hero, the hero of the battle. May have been the hero of the battle, but not enough to get me the win. Um, it was a great game. Uh, trailed, by, trailed behind on points, so uh, uh, well-earned win. Uh, I did not heed the advice from the from from anyone that gave tried to give me advice. <laughs> but you know what, though, sometimes hearing it, you have to experience something before you can understand why that advice is given. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and again, like I've said, the first game against the Beast of Chaos is the worst. Because uh, the army does so many weird things and they have so many moving parts that it's hard to really wrap your head around until you watch it happen to your army in, in real time. All right. So I think uh, the final score on, um, on the mission was 32 to 14. Uh, unfortunately, this is one of those missions where if you can control the middle of the board... Oh, because it was the pulse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on, on the pulse, if you control the middle of the board for those two turns where it's possible, you can score seven points per turn. Uh, that is a massive swing that it's really hard to come by. I do have to point out one one play of the game. Uh, overwhelming numbers with one skink <laughs> taking over an objective from ten, ten gores. Yeah, that skink was a hero. I'd, we were all like, ah, yes, overwhelming numbers. There's no skinks left on the table, except for one skink who notably survived single-handed combat with the, the Bulgore unit champion one-on-one, -on -one, lived with the wound. I left him behind, thinking, oh, it'll be an easy battle tactic down the road for me to kill him. And then he ended up biting me in the butt by uh, completing a battle tactic himself. So when I came and saw that there were six bulls around something, I'm like, what are they surrounding? And then I look closer, and that's when I saw the little, the little skink. Just a poor little guy hiding out in a, an ocean of beef, as people were pointing out. So what did, 
What were your big takeaways from that, Jesse? Um, it's hard to say what my big takeaways were. Um, I, I think I just have to work on deployment, and uh, I think I just have to take more time to understand everything properly. Uh, I, I went into it going, oh, he can do this and this and this and this. So if I do this, I'll be fine. Um, I didn't think about the board before uh, before placing stuff down. Uh, I didn't think about my movement uh, too hard. So I think those are just the things I got to work on is pre-game stuff. I can't think of a single army where initial deployment is as important is when you're getting null deployed against a beast like that because you know they're what seven seven inch plus two like what's the yeah i didn't know about the seven inches until (laughs) it was on the army list i promise um yeah so the bestial cunning uh command trait lets one unit in ambush deploy seven inches away from your opponent anywhere on the table not wholly within nine of the table edge and on the turn that a beast of chaos unit shows up from ambush it gets plus one to charge and their musician gives them plus one to charge. So they effectively have a five-inch five rollable charge yeah. um, when they show up from ambush. So, again, like Roma said, until you've experienced having six or nine or whatever bulgores show up in your face five inches away, like, like people can say that. And you're like, yeah, I bet that would be shitty. And then it happens. I'm like, that was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shittier than shitty. <laughs> You're all welcome. <laughs> I do have to admit, uh, my almost freshly painted Agrodons dying immediately without doing anything was a little hurtful. So was when I lost Krondus <laughs> when I first played David. I'm not apologizing. I warned both of you. Um, no, and it was, it was you put me in an interesting choice because your army is made up of power pieces. There are very few things in your army that I would consider expendable screens. The ten Saurus warriors that you took were the closest to it, but even they, you threw Horfrost on them right away and turned them into a decent blender. Um, so I kind of accepted the fact that I was going to have to choose something to destroy and that I was going to get counter hit really hard. So I decided to move the Croxagors as far move. away from the center of the table. Move. <sighs> Uh, move the Croxagors as far away from the center of the table as I could and then um, charge the Agrodons because they were the fastest unit uh, on the board that dealt legitimate damage. David, did you do... I didn't hear you say move. I did plenty of times, but to be fair, not a lot of people were actually paying attention to the game. I think we were called out for what turn we were on like five times. It's it's always going to be turn two. Forever. It seemed like it was turn two forever. I'm like, okay, I yeah. went upstairs. I came back down. Half hour later, still turn two. <laughs> turn two was, uh, I think, the most momentous turn for both of us. It was where we had to do the, the most thinking. The alpha strikes had been resolved. That's where the, I, I think that turn two and three was where the, the big brain had to come out um, and where we slowed down and took a lot of thoughtful decisions. So, David, is this your list then? Your well, nope. are you thinking of no? Okay. No, this isn't it. Uh, I took this as a legacy nod to how the belt was won originally. Okay. Um, no, the list I'm taking to the tournament is being kept under wraps. Yes. Um, okay. No, uh, unfortunately, I think that if I were to take this to a tournament, it would lose specifically because it is all glass cannons, 
And a lot of the armies that are incredibly successful right now are incredibly good at screening out and counterpunching glass cannons. Ostrak Bone Reapers are amazing. Mm -hmm. I think that 30 of those guard would rip me to shreds. I could cut through 60 zombies, but then I would promptly lose my unit and a zombie dragon would clean it up afterwards. Um, as much fun as I think it would be to take um, 15 cows, 19, 18 cows, whatever. Um, I, do, I just don't think it has the staying power required to actually play the game. So are there is there anything you'd like to say to Michael? I'm coming for you. Your characters are going to die first, then your units, and I'm going to save the Magma Droth for last. He's going to be the cherry on the cow pie that we're going to make for you. <gasps> oh, oh, bird. Yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. I mean, a great get-together to have with a lot of people. A game of yes. Age of Sigmar with a lot of people watching. It was very fun watching everyone murmur and whisper at every move that we made. They're like, why did they move that unit there? Oh, my God, what's that character doing on that part of the table? Why is that piece of There was a there? lot of whispering. There was. And there was a lot of little groups over in the other, in the lounge area, chatting and looking and talking. Oh, yeah, the... Uh the deployment was hotly discussed uh, upstairs on the balcony when you guys put the models down. There was a lot of, um, you know, discussing the implications of the choices that each of you had made. So yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, side chat about what was going on. It was kind of funky. Yeah, yeah it was very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, I think though that the big moment in the game that swung was when I found that nine inch opening in your deployment zone and the Gorgon stomped your your engine to rubble turn one and ended the grand strategy before it had a chance to breathe yeah have you um have you had well you played roma so you've experienced the the necessity of screening out your your various backquarter and stuff yeah um it's still one of those things that's it's new to me so i'm gonna still have to play the game i mean i'm i'm an infant when it comes to age of sigmar anyway so there's there's lots of stuff I've got to learn. Um, uh, I I do know that I'm probably going to change my uh, grand strat. Uh, what to? I have no idea. But my list that I took this uh, for this game is going to be my tournament list. So we'll see how it does. Nice. Well, thanks a lot, you guys. Um, it was such a great game, and thanks Jesse for putting in your name in there and and david that was um that was amazing uh yeah thanks for coming um I, i'm glad that we were able to host that i want i want to thank robin for holding uh the initial um sort of bbq and really setting the bar so uh glad really thanks for everybody coming in yeah thanks for having us um uh the only other thing that i wanted to say is now gone um train of thought gone uh I'd like to say one more no, thing. No. Uh, oh, go ahead, anything, Jesse. If anything, I'm glad that I put my uh, my video out there just to give a kick in the pants to David so that he would get his video out there. <laughs> Way to go, Jesse. Wrong. You did get it going, though, I have to say. And thank you so much for your amazing cornbread. Oh, my goodness. Delicious. There was no choking done this day. It was eaten healthily and well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it was a phenomenal game. And, I mean, this is the time to learn those kinds of lessons, right? when you're not in the tournament, to be able to look at your army, see it in action against another tournament army. And I think that both of us had the demeanor of it being a tournament game. We both made mistakes and said, yeah, we're not going back. I missed it. That's just it. It happened. Um, we both 
played where the dice lay, and I feel that we were both very respectful and had a lot of good sportsmanship that was going to, again, be really good practice for the tournament itself. We both let the dice lay, except for the one time when I threw it at the roof. Is there? <laughs> Rob and I both look over the roof for a ding. <laughs> you, you did what? I rolled them and they went way up. We're used to Damon throwing dice around. It's okay. I've never thrown a dice. This isn't about us. This okay. is about them. Yeah, quit making it about you guys. Come on. <laughs> Let us have the center light for a minute. Yeah, I'm coming for you, Mike. Get ready. Uh, I'm going to trample you. <laughs> this is so exciting. I love it. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. And um, Michael, when you're back, w- once you hear this podcast, it'll be interesting to hear your perspective. Do the Sigmar in and out. And so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms, forging ahead with a passion for the next great story. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes.